This is Bloomberg Business Week from Bloomberg Radio. I'm Carol Master, along with Bloomberg's Paul Sweeney. Welcome to the Bloomberg Business Week Extra. It's our weekly podcast featuring one of our favorite conversations from the week. And keep in mind that there was some big technology news this week, and that is, of course, the U.S. Justice Department filing an antitrust lawsuit against Alphabet's Google. They were accusing it of abusing its monopoly in search in what was one of the most significant antitrust actions against an American company in more than two decades. Well, just before that news came out, Bloomberg's Paul Sweeney Sweeney and I spent some time with Jim Steyer, founder and CEO of Common Sense Media. It's a nonprofit focusing on improving the lives of kids and families by providing information, education, and an objective, independent voice. He's got a new book out, Which Side of History? How Technology is Reshaping Democracy in Our Lives. It's a collection of essays from a lot of voices that you know. We're talking about Salesforce's Mark Benioff, former Reddit CEO Ellen Pau, also actor, producer, director, Sasha Baron Cohen, and a lot more. It's all about how technology affects our world. Check this out. I run Common Sense Media, yep. which is the biggest kids' media and advocacy group in the country. So it's not, and I've been doing that for 17 years. And so we are basically, I think all of us at Common Sense with our 100 million users and schools and, and advocacy platforms feel that we're at this pivotal moment in history as technology collides with our democracy as well as our fundamental approach to education, and for many of us, our mental, physical, and emotional health. And so what I did was get some 50 of the smartest people in the world, including Mike Bloomberg, by the way, and mm-hmm. business leaders like Mark Benioff and, and John uh, Hennessy, the board chair at Google, to write 50 different pieces about the impact of technology on democracy, on kids and families, on our social, emotional, and cognitive development, and also basically on our lives. And, and the idea was to say to the people who run the major tech companies in this country, who we at Common Sense deal with a lot, which side of history do you want to be on? Because you are having an incredible impact on everybody's life and our economy and our democracy. And that was the point of the book. And so far, awesome response. So, Jim, kind of what's been some of the, the most compelling arguments that coming out of your book um, as it relates to technology and its impact on society? Because there's a, a growing debate about, you know, the relative merits. Yeah, I, I, and that's a, it's actually a great question, Paul. It goes through in a couple of different areas. So, first of all, a number of people in the book wrote about the impact on democracy and basically a lot about disinformation, misinformation, which, of course, we're seeing right now at the end of this, elect- this historic electoral campaign. So Kara Swisher, Sasha Baron Cohen, um, uh, a bunch of other folks, Aaron Sorkin, the writer, wrote about the impact on democracy. And, and basically, in some cases, very critical of undermining democratic norms and institutions. Other people, uh, the former Surgeon General Vivek Murthy, for example, or Nick Kristoff and um, Tom Friedman from the New York Times, wrote about stuff that about how... It was impacting kids and families' lives and how people were increasingly addicted to screens and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then there were a a number of people wrote about the intersection of technology and race. And then I'd say the big thing that people from Senator Mark Warner to other folks like Tim Wu and, and others wrote was, here's what we need to do in the future. So there's sort of a general recognition, Paul and Carol, that technology is shaping so much of our lives for good and for bad. And I think we want to send a very clear message to the tech industry and to the leader of those companies that, number one, 
They're, they're having an existential impact on our lives. Number two, history is watching them. And three, we hope they want to be on the right side of history at this pivotal moment in America. So, Jim, you know, you talk about this book. It's a collection of, of essays, 50 different pieces on the impact of technology on democracy. And it's not like there's one consensus about it, right? That's true, but I'll tell you this. There's definitely consensus that it has this incredible impact on all of our lives and our society and that we need to do something to, if you will, put common sense framework and structure around it. Because right before the break, you were saying that basically that the tech industry in the United States over the past 10 or 15 years has pretty much had free reign. They've done whatever they wanted. There's been Mm -hmm. almost no regulatory structure other than the privacy laws that Common Sense Media wrote and spearheaded in California and in Europe. You haven't seen much regulation and 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 if you will common sense legislation around tech but i think that's coming in 2021 no matter what the outcome of the election i think we're going to see major efforts in that area what is common sense legislation around tech i'd say several things first you're going to see we have the the law of the land and privacy is basically the california consumer privacy act that passed in 2018 because congress has not been able to get its act together to a federal law i think you'll see a federal privacy law next year or the year after. I think you're also going to see holding the social media platforms like Facebook and Instagram and YouTube accountable for the content on their platforms. This is known as Section 230 legislation, but I think you're going to see major reforms proposed by people on both sides of the political aisle to require stronger content moderation to protect our democracy against disinformation and outright lies and also to protect kids and families. I think you're also going to see antitrust uh, enforcement on the uh, on the agenda for sure in in, uh, 2021. So these are big changes when you think about the context of text in America. And the the other one that's near our heart is closing the digital divide, because in an era when kids are all doing distance learning and learning at home rather than in school, every kid ought to have the same opportunity to do distance learning. So I think you're going to see a big tech agenda under the next administration. Jim, do you think there's any material risk um, for breaking up any of these big companies, whether it's an Amazon or an Alphabet or Facebook? I think it's a really great question, Paul. And I think the answer is, depends on your political perspective. I I do think you're going to see it. I think that either state attorneys general or the U.S. attorney general will probably bring some kind of antitrust case against one or more of the big companies in 2021. It depends. Take your pick. If it's Facebook, it would be to have them divest WhatsApp and Instagram. If it were a Google, it would maybe to be split some of the far reaching elements of the company into smaller ones. But I do think it's going to be on the table. And I think business is going to matter. You know, your audience is going to really matter in this because obviously tech is the engine that drives our economy. Obviously, there are tremendous benefits to technology, but there are downsides. So the key is going to be common sense, as I said balancing innovation with the need for fair market competition. These are all going to be on the table next year. And I think it's going to be an incredibly important time. And as my book said, history is going to be watching and that's going to be fascinating. So I do wonder among the 50 essays, um, Jim, that were written, and and as you mentioned, it's an an amazing kind of lineup. Willow Bay, Sal Khan of Khan Academy, um, right. It's just, they're all over. Chelsea Clinton, you said, uh, Kara Swisher, Mark Benioff. And I do wonder, um, of the essays, and I know you've obviously read them all, I mean, is there one that really surprised right. you? 
You know, I, it's interesting. I actually think Benioff, Mark, is a good friend of mine, the founder and CEO of Salesforce, is really good. It's about conscious capitalism. It's really good. By the way, your namesake, or this station's namesake, Mike Bloomberg, did a terrific essay about how data drives decisions, largely in the context of climate change, which he cares a lot about. Um, I actually think that, uh, that, that, that Kara's Swisher's article is amazing. I think Tim Wu, the Columbia professor, has a fabulous essay. Um, I think a couple of the ones by Jeff Canada, the founder of Harlem Children's Zone, and the author Michelle Alexander about the newest Jim Crow are really powerful. Mm-hmm. There are so many. I mean, it was really fun for me. I wrote a piece. My piece is about Section 230 and how Section 230 is bad for kids. This is that lack of, the fact that's basically the immunity clause for tech industry. But I just think there's so much in here. And, and as you mentioned, Chelsea and other people wrote about the impact on kids. Khaled Hosseini, the guy who wrote Kite Runner, talked about how technology had reformed in a good way democracy in his home country of Afghanistan. Um, Jeff Goodby, the famous ad guy, wrote about is our Facebook, Google, and Amazon, the new tobacco industry. So <laughs> I think it allows readers to ask this fundamental question, which is we all know technology is in all aspects of our lives. What do we want from it? What do we want to hold the companies accountable for? How do we want it to shape the future? We should note that Mike Bloomberg is the founder and principal owner of Bloomberg LP, Bloomberg Philanthropies, yes. radio and TV operation. Jim, do we know anything about uh, former Vice President Biden, how he views these broader tech issues, or have we heard anything from the campaign on these? And we should we do, be, full disclosure, your brother is Tom Steyer, correct? That is, my brother Tom <laughs> ran against him, correct, and knows him very well. And, okay. and, and, and I, know, I, know Joe, I know Joe Biden quite well, too. Yes, in fact... His chief policy advisor, Bruce Reed, uh, who used to work for Common Sense Media, is the person who co-authored the article with me about Section 230 reform and holding the platforms accountable. So we know, I I do know, that that actually Vice President Biden takes this very seriously. He has definitely been uh, on the side of the idea that there needs to be common sense structure and regulation around media and that he's been particularly critical of Facebook and Instagram. Um, and when we did our whole Stop Hate for Profit campaign, the advertising boycott that we started in July, um, Vice President Biden campaign came out uh, and spoke about that. So I actually think no matter who, wh- whoever's the next president and whoever controls the Congress, you are going to see major new efforts to put this in perspective and to, see, and to make sure that technology companies are on well, the right side of history. Do you think, and we've just, we've just got about 40 seconds left here, should investors okay. be should investors be a little worried about this in terms of what it means no. for, okay. I don't think so, Carol, and I'll tell you what. I actually think, like we did the privacy legislation in California two years ago, and yeah. all the big tech companies were worried. Their companies have gone up massively That's in their true. stock prices. And, and by the way, no, I think the public wants sort of a healthy, balanced environment. So actually, I think if I were an investor, I would think that common sense, thoughtful regulation right. legislation will ultimately benefit the tech industry much more than hurting it. And I bet you that that is, I would be willing to bet my bottom dollar on that. That was Common Sense Media founder and CEO Jim Steyer. Check out that new book, Which Side of History? How Technology is Reshaping Democracy and Our Lives. Well, you've been listening to Bloomberg Business Week Extra. Be sure to listen to Bloomberg Business Week Radio, airing live Monday through Friday at 2 p.m. Wall Street time on Bloomberg Radio. I'm Carol Master, along with Bloomberg's Paul Sweeney. This is Bloomberg.